The Old Testament reading comes from Genesis, the 32nd chapter. The same night, Jacob arose and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his 11 children and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream and everything else that he had, and Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched his hip socket, and Jacob's hit was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the day has broken. But Jacob said, I will not go unless you bless me. And he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then he said, Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, saying, For I have seen God face to face, and yet my life has been delivered. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle lesson comes from 2 Timothy, beginning in chapter 3. As for you, Continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. I charge you, in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions, and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. This is the word of the Lord. We rise for the Alleluia verse. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 18th chapter. Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always pray and not lose heart. Jesus said in a certain city, there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, 
Give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused. But afterward he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice, so that she will not beat me down by her continual coming. And the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge says. And will not God give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? This is the gospel of the Lord. Great grace to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and from his Holy Spirit, the spirit of grace and truth that confirms for us that God is near and God is here. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. Father, we bless you this morning. You know, there, there was a time when we worshiped this God that seemed to be far, far away. And indeed he was. Our Father who art in heaven, far, far away. We served this God who seemed to be exclusive. He only allowed a few people into his presence. So in Exodus 24, you have Moses and Aaron and Nadab and Abihu, 70 of the elders who can come up. But the rest of Israel had to stay in the pews. We had this God who was hidden. He, he, he hid himself in fire and in cloud so that you could not see him. He, he hid himself and disguised himself in burning bushes and in light that was incomprehensible. We served this God who was far away, who was exclusive, and who was hidden. But now, because of this sacrifice of Jesus, his son, coming down through endless ranks of angels, I love that picture, don't you? Because of Jesus, his son, who lands in the manger in Bethlehem, because of his sacrificial death on the cross, because of the blood that he has shed, we now no longer serve this God who is far away and exclusive and hidden. But now we serve this God who is here and who is near, who is close to us, who loves the entire world so he comes to save us from the wages of sin and hell and death. A God who is no longer hidden, but a God who is revealed in the person and work of Jesus Christ. God is now near to us in the power of his word, and has ever been. God is near. God is here. Now this is the mystery that many desire to see. This present God, no longer hidden, but now revealed. And it is this God of whom Jacob receives a glimpse in Genesis 32 a God who is near and a God who is here. So 
uh, Jacob, afraid that his brother Esau, whose birthright he stole, right? You're with me? He, he takes his wives and his servants and his 11 children that he really likes because he, sent, he sent all the folks that weren't as close to him ahead in three companies. So he, he sent the folks that were really close to him uh, across the fort and he, he hid them and, and sent everything else that was valuable to him. So Jacob is in this place alone and here comes this man. Here comes this person. And so Jacob alone is wrestling with this man. I don't know what time they started wrestling, but the scripture says they wrestled until the breaking of the day. Can you imagine that? All night long. You're striving with this guy. You have no idea who he is. He's not talking to you. He's, you're not talking to him. You're just wrestling. You're just striving. You're just, you're just trying to best one another. You're just trying to put him out of your misery. Right? You're, you're wrestling with this guy all night long until daybreak. And the man saw that, that he didn't prevail against Jacob. And I have no idea how that's possible. How can a man prevail with God... How can a man wrestle with God and actually come out in a place where he is at least his equal? What makes, what covers the gap? What closes the gap between God and man? Faith closes the gap between God and man. Jacob had some level of faith that simply said, I'm going to hold on and I'm going to wrestle. And God honored that by allowing Jacob, uh, by allowing Jacob to be sustained in the midst of the struggle. The man saw that he didn't prevail. And so he touched the hip, Jacob's hip socket. Don't you know that when you struggle with God, you will come out changed in some way? My God. So, uh, uh, Father, uh, uh, whenever God touches things, it, it, it's going to change. So, Lord, would you, would you put a finger on this cancer and change it? Would you put a finger on, on my ailment, on my illness, and change it? Would you put a finger on my job and change it? God, whatever God touches, he's going to change. It, it, this particular touch leaves... Jacob, with a, with a hip out of joy, he's, he's got a hitch in his giddy-up now. <laughs> he, he, can't, he can't quite make it like he used to make it. And every once in a while, he would be sitting in his tent or reclining at table, and he'd come down wrong on that leg, and it would pain him, and he'd scream. And, but it would remind him of the day that he struggled and wrestled with God and prevailed. But you've got some, some, some pain in you. You've got some places in you that indicate that you wrestled with God, don't you? You've got some healed places in you that indicate that you had a wrestling match with the Father. You've got some painful places in you that, that, that indicate that you had a wrestling match with God. But you're here. So by faith, you have prevailed. Father, we bless your name. Is that good news? Is that good news? So, it, struggling with God and wrestling with God, that's Jesus' point in Luke 18 when, when he tells this parable about this judge and, and, this, and this widow 
This judge doesn't care anything about God. He doesn't care anything about man. And yet this little widow woman, hitching her giddy up. Probably. Powerless, completely powerless in the world. She's a little old widow. Who would care? And yet she's relentless with this judge. Judge, give me justice. Coming back tomorrow. Judge, give me justice. Coming back at lunchtime. Judge, give me justice. And this judge says, I understand. I know this widow. I know she's just going to keep on coming. She's just going to keep on bringing it. She's, just gonna, she's not going to stop until she receives justice. And so this judge says, I have no regard for God or man, but this widow is about to wear me out. <laughs> I can wrestle with God, and I can have a wrestling match with a man. But I cannot wrestle this little widow. She's going to win every single time. We know this widow, don't we? Man, I, I get this picture whenever I read this text of my grandmother. It, and it's just in this rocker, literally in this rocking chair. And she's just rocking back and forth. And, and it dawns on me as I'm later, and older, getting older. She had nothing to do in that rocking chair. Look at Days of Our Lives, of course. <laughs> Nothing to do in that rocket, but pray for us. Striving with God on my behalf. I, I know for sure that I'm in this place right now because my grandmama prayed for me. In that rocking chair, striving with God, fighting with God. God, he's a moron. <laughs> he does not know what he does not know. So would you please save him alive? for the purpose and work of your kingdom. And God had mercy, because my grandmama just stayed in his faith. Know how important that is. She even said to me one day, as I was going out to do something idiotic, no doubt, Victor, I pray for you every day. Now go ahead and be who you are. <laughs> but I pray for you every day. She said that, she put that in my ears. So I neither fear God nor respect man, Yet because she keeps bothering me, I'm going to give her justice. And, and the Lord says, uh, the unrighteous judge is going to give justice. So you just need to know that your father who loves you and who regards you will release into you those things that are good and pleasing and aid your salvation. Your name shall no longer be called Jacob because you're striving. It's going to be called Israel now. That's in response to Jacob saying, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Why in the world would you ask a perfect stranger you've been wrestling with all night for a blessing? I mean, that, that makes absolutely no sense. It, it doesn't. I mean, it, you're going to ask, you've, been, you've been fighting this man all night long, and now you're asking for a blessing. Blessings are things that fathers give to children, parents give to children. Blessings are things that God releases into his people, the ability to receive and sustain increase. This is blessing. Why in the world would Jacob ask this man for a blessing? It, it makes absolutely no sense. But faith, I know you've got something for me. 
I know it's more than man can release. I've been wrestling you all night to receive it, and I'm not going to let you go till you release into me that which God has given you for me. said, your name's no longer Jacob, but Israel, because you won every battle you've ever been in. You've been duplicitous about it, <laughs> but you've won every battle you've ever been in. Jacob called the name of that place Peniel, saying, I've seen the face of God, and yet my life is delivered. How blessed are we that we can see the face of God regularly? Well, not that face. But as we read the word of God, as we bear down on the word of God, the face of God becomes more and more apparent for us. The will and mind of God become more and more apparent for us. That's why 2 Timothy says, continue in what you have learned and firmly believe, knowing from who you learned it. Come on, uh, stay firm in the faith. Uh, Timothy. You've been acquainted with, with this faith in the sacred writings uh, since you've been a child. It's the word of God. It's the word of God that's released into us, that reveals unto us the face and being and bearing of God. You know this. It's the word. All scriptures breathed out by God is profitable for teaching and reproof correction, training, and righteousness, that you will be equipped, competent for every good work, prepared beforehand that God has ordained for you to walk in. My God, I'm releasing you this day to walk in ordained work, to wrestle a little bit with, with this God who wants to bless you and with this God who wants to release into you a grace and a blessing to, to kind of not let him go, but to continue saying, God, would you, would you please come? Would you please bless? Would you show me in your word uh, how you are and who you are? Would you, would you put it in me to, to preach the word and to be ready uh, to reprove and exhort, uh, to be completely patient in teaching? Father, would you, would you, would you bless us so that we endure sound teaching? Jesus asks this question at the end of Luke 18. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Here's that question posed in another way. When the Son of Man comes, will there be some who still wrestle? Will there be some who just refuse? I'm not letting go till you bless me. Will there be some who are still holding on? Will there be some who are still operating in faith? Will there be some who are just refusing to let go until God blesses them? Will there be some left who understand that their blessing is going to come in the bread and the wine of the supper, that their blessing is going to come through the water of baptism, that their blessing is going to come in their relationship with one another, that their blessing is going to come in the power of the word? Will there be faith? Will there be some yet who are wrestling? And we answer in our heart and in our mind and with our lips, yes, Lord. Come look at our redeemed. Yes, Lord. Come look at us. 
Because we are determined to wrestle and to stand until the man releases that blessing that you've given him to give unto us as a reward for our faithfulness in the word. I'm sending you out with that this day. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in the one true faith unto life everlasting. Amen. Thank <laughs> you.